terrorize the world. I'm Brian. And I'm Nick, and you're listening to the podcast from the Black Lagoon. So we just watched the trailer for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm excited for this. I, I think it looks really good. I mean, the trailer kind of set up a very familiar story to me. Mm-hmm. We've got another group of kids. They're on yeah. the cusp of another supernatural event. The adults aren't going to believe them, but the kids band together and they save the town. And they're in a small town, and you know the small town comes with its own pressures that are different than the rest of the world. And we're coping it's... with them and their personal lives and the small town that they live in and all the whatever. Maybe they'll pull it off well in a unique way that we don't see all the time. Um, I I don't hope, know about hopefully. this one. Really, I don't know about this one to be honest, because it, like you said. I'm starting to see a lot of reoccurring things in the horror film industry. And it's, it's you know, if they can pull it off to where they can distance themselves a little bit more with some originality, then that that's cool. You know, you did a good job. But I don't know that yet because we haven't seen this movie. Like, all I could think of was Stranger Things, even though Stranger Things wasn't the first to ever do something like this. Like, you know, the Goonies and... Right. But this is more on the horror side. Yeah. The Goonies I mean, wasn't really horror. You're right. But, it's, it's, a um, trending, it's a trending thing, having a group of, of kids kind of come together and save the world. And, and it's cool. It's, you know, it's fine. They've done cool things with it. It was great. Stranger Things is a pretty fun watch. I'm sure this will be really entertaining. If there's one thing, this will be. I think it'll be fun to watch. Because the creature design is pretty cool. Um, The plot bothers me. I don't know if you can get away with this. So what I got from the trailer is kids enter a haunted house. They find a book. The book writes itself. All their names are in the stories that it writes. Kids start missing in town. It's linked to the book. And then we get the classic... Kids fighting the paranormal, adults, mainly a cop, probably, and their parents don't believe them. They get in trouble for some worldly misdeeds, like escaping the house, sneaking out at night, when in reality what they're doing is saving the world and their parents just don't get it. You know, like, I don't I don't know if they'll be able to pull that off. Now, I'm starting to see a lot of reoccurring things in this in this film, because when I saw the book, I immediately, immediately thought of the Evil Dead series the necronomicon and how they tried to burn the book if you if you watch the trailer again they tried to burn the book and the book wouldn't burn and it looks like this book is written in blood just like the necronomicon the book is written in blood so you know you go into this creepy house and the thing i really don't like about this trailer is they start off with what is it? It's a book of scary stories. And now I just have this like voice in my head that like kind of mim- like uh, mimics it in a mockingly way. Just it's a book of scary stories. <laughs> um, and 
like I don't know there, there was like don't get me wrong there were a few things that made me go oh shit like the spiders I'm I'm terrified of spiders um I don't know if it's the if it's the same thing with the uh the girl with the red uh splotch on her face that's sort of turning into a boil and something's poking out of it I don't know if, if that's spiders if those are spiders I'm I'm going to I'm gonna flip my shit but there's just some things about this trailer that just don't really appeal to me in a way like the girl with the missing toe and I know this is based off of an actual you know scary storybook for kids so it's obviously gonna have that kind of stuff in the movie and I don't know it just kind of feels off to me and not really terrifying at all like like for instance the girl the the, the lady with the missing toe she's looking for her toe okay or um the jingling man what the, yeah the the jingling man so here here are my thoughts i think this can be scary and looking at the creatures in the movie in, in the trailer they did a great job I, I think it looks pretty pretty good i think the trailer isn't selling the fear very well what i'm hoping is that scene when that when the girl looking for her toe creeps into what looks like a dormitory i hope that's quiet and tense and creepy and he starts realizing oh my god these stories are real i didn't mm -hmm. think she was really coming but i hear someone limping down the dorm hallway and my door doorknob is turning i think they can make that really engaging and fun and frightening i think they can pull it off um the thing is i the, their source material you're right it was a book of horror stories for kids so i do wonder if that's going to somehow curb um, the the content of this movie. Do you know if it's a PG thirteen film? Uh, there's no movie. There's no rating on it yet, and I have a very uh, like there's a feeling on the back of my neck that this is going to be a PG thirteen movie without a right. doubt. And if it is, then you you better do something amazing that's going to blow my mind. Otherwise, I'm going to critically tear this movie apart bit by bit yeah did you read you the know, original the books no that came I, from? I never read the books as a kid really in high school or in middle school actually was it during late elementary school book shows they would sell it and i remember mm -hmm. the cover this creepy decaying woman yeah part of her face was a skin the other part of her face was a skull with a big empty eye and she's like looking at it and i thought this is incredible that this is inside of school i'm getting this and like reading it i would devour these things there were a few different volumes i think with really creepy drawings i don't remember if it was an anthology or if it was a continuous story i'm pretty sure it was just an anthology so maybe they mm -hmm. changed it around for the movie yeah. to give it a more consistent storyline but um yeah I, if they don't if they don't really push the bar, I'm worried about this being a PG-13 horror film because they might try to do shock horror but not have the rating to pull it off. And it might just come up, come off as PG-13 war films where we're trying to be invested in a scene, but every time someone pulls the trigger, the camera shoots away. Right? And it's like, well, right, this seems censored and, and inauthentic and unauthentic, you know? So. Yeah. Uh there, there was one point I wanted to make, and it kind of made me laugh because it kind of made me think of another movie, and it's not even horror related, but um, 
do you remember the movie called The Room? It was uh, made by Tom, Tommy Wiseau. The, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Do you remember the movie based on the making of the movie? The Franco film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they're talking on the uh, the walkie-talkies on the radio, and he goes, Stella, all I can think <laughs> of is James Franco impersonating Tommy Wiseau, saying, Stella! <laughs> like, that's the only thing that is running through my head right Why now. did he say it that way? Was that a reference to something? No, I think he was just drunk, maybe. No, okay, I don't think he's. I, I don't think he we'll was trying. I think he, I think he was just being like goofy or whatever. Okay. I think that might be the goofy character. Um, I remember was it when they were going to the uh, the haunted house? He oh, one of the, one of the characters says, "Okay, we saw the haunted house. Can we go now?" And then one of them retorts with, "Who ordered? Uh, was yeah. it who ordered chicken? Like, what? I I think like I just from that like." dialogue i think this is just going to be a pg-13 movie and that kind of bums me out because i think i think if it if it went for a r-rated r rating i think it would sort of be good i don't know i can't you know because that, that that's a problem with me like if i see a horror movie and it, it says pg-13 on the box like i don't want to touch it because all I can think of is jump scares, um, stuff that is pushed towards more teenager, you know, views and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not necessarily there for the gore. If it's there, it's there, which is awesome because I love special effects. But if they're going for a PG-13 rating, then I feel like this is just going to be another kids movie and it's not really going to appeal to me you know yeah i get that i um i have an update for you it looks like del toro said he wants a pg-13 rating for the movie um which to me is funny because i i i didn't grow up with these books but i, I did read them as i was growing up and they one of the first was released in like 91 or something so the the audience who initially read them are of age to watch our movies now um, but his, he has a quote here. The anticipated rating is PG-13. I wanted to have standees that said, you have to be this tall to see this movie, but somebody beat us to it. So what can we do? I guess that was a, a bad joke. <laughs> but the idea is the books are a favorite among young readers, and I think that there are two or three generations of parents that know the books too, right? That's my point. So it's really going to be a ride. Okay, so he's saying parents read these books people who are old enough to watch our movies read these books and now their kids are being familiarized with them too so this is going to be a film that the whole family can watch together interesting but i don't i agree with you that might result in some some holding back of material that could have been really like nightmare fuel i, I don't know i mean that spider scene kind of uh, like if i would have saw that as a kid i would have i would have flipped my shit like i saw oh it. yeah eight-legged sure uh, i saw right eight-legged i saw eight-legged freaks when i was a kid i, I oh, yeah. lost my mind oh my <laughs> lord i watched invasion of the body snatchers when i was uh really really young and that creeped me out man oh my god so yeah i mean 
I'm sure this movie will be a delight for horror-oriented children everywhere who really want to see something horrific and scary with a huge budget. It'd be a really unique film, if that's the case. But um, would I go out of my way to go and watch it knowing that it's geared toward a younger audience? I don't think I would. And that's not that's not like a pride thing. It's not like I, I won't watch something geared toward teenagers. It's just, you know, yeah. I, I, I want a movie that's really going to frighten me. I want to be sold on the fact that this is terrifying and gritty and great. I don't want to just spend money and go to the theater and watch something that was geared toward um, being family friendly still. Yeah. I mean, clearly it's going to be a bit, a bit, there's going to be a lot of maybe body horror in it, but I, I think it's going to feel like a lot of holding back. And I don't want to watch a movie that feels like that all the time. It's like trying to watch Saving Private Ryan on TV. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> the grittiness is the point, man. You don't censor everything. <laughs> like, That's kind of funny because I actually watched that a couple of days ago. And uh, it was actually the anniversary of uh, the storming of Normandy. Right, right. Yeah, so. It's a great film. Oh, really good film. I, I don't know. I can't watch that movie without crying. Like, it's oh, yeah. so. Very emotional. It's so emotional and so accurate and yeah but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about scary stories to tell in the dark you're right and <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take us further off point because you brought something up in my mind have you watched the the chernobyl the chernobyl um miniseries by hbo uh no oh my god it's fantastic it's terror it? it's it's not a horror series but it's about the chernobyl event huh. and they it is so masterfully done that they make invisible radiation terrifying. The whole, what radiation does to the body is, is absolutely horrific. And the fact that you don't know when you're being so heavily irradiated that you're literally turning into a bag of blood, it's scary. It's terrifying. They bring in how blind everybody was under Soviet rule and nationalism. And it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. If you're into scary stuff, it gets pretty gritty with, violence and body horror that radiation causes and it's realistic respectful fantastic i recommend it because we're, ne- we're yeah. never going to talk about it on this show but it's an awesome historical true terror type of movie you know all right cool stuff sure. but you know back to the actual uh, point of this episode i think they can pull it off i think they can do it but i don't think it's something that i want to watch there they will succeed in their mission at making a really cool family-oriented horror film they're going to do that just fine i don't doubt it i just don't think that's what i want to see so i think they're going to succeed but um i might only watch this if it comes onto some streaming platform or if there's nothing else to watch and i want to take dominique out to a movie that's probably it i'm sure we're gonna do an episode on it so one way or another you're gonna watch it oh that's right yeah that's true and you know what that might be a good thing i might be pleasantly surprised and i'll be less ignorant moving forward yeah so i mean give it a fair shake yeah so stay tuned for that definitely oh i like that that creepy smiling lady who didn't seem to have a neck standing in the hall i thought that was pretty good design that was creepy yeah oh we also got another trope in this trailer the wise black lady oh yeah you shouldn't take you shouldn't have taken that book yeah well oh. it, that that that's this whole countrified wisdom thing 
of like sages, you know, deep country rural sages. They're prophetic. They know the future. They know everything, but they refuse to give you a straight answer. They don't say, oh, no, no, don't take the book because all of this is going to happen. Just stop now and you'll be good. It's always, if you do that, bad things will come. What will come? And then like a train drives by and they get interrupted and they have to go home early. Then they don't get the answer. It's like, come on. If you know the answer, if you know the entire town will be threatened, stop it. But they don't. It's always that ridiculous. It'll be interrupted last second or they'll speak in riddles. I don't want to see that. It stresses me out. <laughs> oh, but yeah, boy. I didn't catch that one. You're right. Yeah. It was that. I just I don't know just a lot of tropes a lot of a lot of uh, things in this in this trailer that reminded me of other movies and I don't know if that's necessarily good. Yeah, and I also think they already overplayed their hand in the trailer. I actually saw, frankly, I watched the trailer four times in a row. But even the first time I watched it, I think they showed the creatures too often. I'm going to go into this movie with very little mystery. I already saw the money shots, all of them, I think, unless there are more stories they didn't show. All of the money shots were right there. We watched the plot literally unfold from finding the book to the series of stories that will kill off the kids. It's just going to be that over and over again, and then there'll be an ending that might be shocking. But I'm no longer curious. When I saw the 30-second ad time, you know they do the really short trailers for the uh, before YouTube videos, that grabbed my attention. I was like, whoa, what is that going to be like? But now that I've watched the extended trailer, the mystery kind of died down for me. All right. Do you want to um, close up the episode? Yep. Okay. Cool. Let's close up the episode. Final impressions. Cool. The movie's going to do fine. It's going to be great for young people who want to watch horror movies. Um, but I don't think I'm, I'm into it. I, I just I kind of feel like... Um, it's not something I'm going to sit down for unless we're doing an episode on it. Which we will. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really get excited for this. You know, I just like I've been taking this trailer apart left and right and I'm not really that excited. I, uh, I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see and maybe our minds could be changed after we watch this movie. I would love for that to happen. Yeah, that'd be great. So... So, you know, keep your ears out for that episode. Ears, yeah, because you 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 see with your ears. I think no, um, I think I think keep your ears out is good for a podcast. I think that's fair. Okay, yeah, definitely. So keep <laughs> your ears out for that episode for more <laughs> cutting insights such as this. Stay tuned <laughs> for the rest of our episode. Oh my god, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> hilarious. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for watching. We have tons of content planned for the future. Stick around. We are, uh, we're going to, you know, we're on plenty of podcast providers. We're on YouTube. We're yeah. everywhere. We'll be Just, here. We'll be here. <laughs> yeah. Just find us, subscribe to us, do whatever you want. Oh, if you really want to help us out, um, yeah, you could donate. Yeah, you could do all these things on Patreon or whatever, but you could also just leave a review. That's actually really important. Um, so if you're feeling charitable, leave us a, a review on whatever podcast provider you use, and that's going to help other people find out who we are. And that would be huge. That'd be so huge. So thank you very much for that. Nick, do you have any uh, closing remarks here? Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all. And we'll catch you in the next episode 
of the podcast from the Black Lagoon. All right. Yeah.